Yo, yo, what's going on, people? Um, welcome again to the Tribe Podcast. It's your boy Samuel, um, aka your mom's favorite artist. No, no, okay. I, I guess I'm not. Um, aka. <laughs> I don't know what kind of intro oh, that was. Okay, God. welcome to the Tripod. I've got again with me the most incredible, the most wise. The most understanding. Jesus. Okay, that, Jesus. Yeah, true. Say, I was thinking like, wait, the most wise. Do that song, the most excellent. Mm-hmm. You know I was thinking, you know, you know, this is a twin thing. Uh, oh my days. That's actually a banger. It is. Do you Shout think? Hallelujah, if you did like a remix of that, yeah, I would be so happy. The most excellent. Do you know? The, it's not. It's not correct sense. English. Yeah, it Don't think about the English. No, the person not? that wrote it was in the spirit. So. There was another language. Yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> definitely. There's two other songs that vex me. Um, what's that other one? Uh, Since I was born. Yeah. I've never seen the Lord change yet. <laughs> like, are we serious here? Are we? Are we? Is it games we're playing? I have never seen the Lord change yet. Change it. Change it. Change it. Change it. Change it. What are you doing? But then it doesn't sound right if you say, I've never seen a lot of change. Yeah, so. But then, <coughs> sorry. I went to one church and it said, I've never seen a lot of changing. And I was like, okay. I, I, I see where know. you're going, but yeah, it doesn't hit the same. So it's how you go change it or you go home, basically. Yeah. But enough about Nigerian. <laughs> Nigerian melodies that, <laughs> that didn't use dictionary. But Tommy's back again. Yeah. And uh, you blessed us last week with an incredible episode. Thank you very much. And I wanted to have you back again okay. to talk about something that's really dear to my heart. So I've got a song on the new album mm-hmm. called My Beautiful Reality. And there's... <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Bless the Lord. And there's a, a wonderful song on there called Lifetime. and Which you didn't play for me. No, I did. Did I not? I did. Sam, we've been through this we've already. We've had this conversation I sat you down and I played just snippets of the whole album. And yeah. you're like, oh, this is nice. This it was is good. good. Listen, when I listened to it, oh, you knew my, you know my favorite. <laughs> do you know what it is? Wait, wait, do you know what it is? I was so surprised when he sent me like the, the series of texts. Yeah. That day, and I was like, what the heck? I literally said, I think I literally messaged you and I was like, the album is so great. Well done. Da, 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 da. And I was like, why didn't you play the song yeah, for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. And it was, it was a real fight. It was real. It beef. was great. Because I thought, yeah, I do that all the time. But, I will say what the song meant to me, but why did you listen to the song and why did it hit you so hard? Mm. Like when you first heard it so quickly as well. I think that, um, number one, I wasn't expecting it um, because I'd kind of already heard the whole album. (laughs) You know, I kind of already heard it. Um, And it was good. Like what I heard was amazing. Yeah. You know, Um, and that song, number one, it's a it's a classic, right? Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, of course, you know? of course. Yeah. You, you can't you can't <laughs> play on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But for me, it's been it's been the my journey as a Christian has been trusting God in my lifetime, mm-hmm. and sometimes not feeling like He is taking care of me. Oh wow! Does that make sense? Let's like, get, let's, let's get into it. D- like, let's let's go let's, deep. Let's, go deep or go home. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I kind of felt there were there were a lot of times in my life where I felt like, you know, God, I'm trusting you here, but you're mm. not coming through. Mm. You're not doing what you say you would do. I'm yeah. praying about. I've been praying about the same thing for five years, four years, even sometimes longer, and I think that it takes a lot to celebrate someone else 
getting the blessing that you want. Wow. Like it takes a lot to see somebody else achieving what you want to achieve. And it's like, God, am I your stepchild? <laughs> like, mm. you, do you know mm. what I mean? No, that's real. That's real. Um, so that song at the time that I heard it was a time when a massive prayer had just been answered. Right. And I heard and I was just like, yeah, God, like I know that if I yeah. give you my lifetime, you will actually take care, take of, care of me. Yeah, yeah. You know, it just might not look the way um, I anticipated it to look. Of course. Well, what way to start? I think, <laughs> I think personally, when I wrote the song, it was it was a realization that this reality wouldn't look like I wanted to look every single time, mm. and. It was a very solemn reality because you're almost, it's almost like speaking forth. Like I will give you my lifetime, even in five years time when this thing hasn't been answered, like yeah. that's still going to be my heart posture. And I think the life of a pilgrim, of a Christian yeah. is that it's, is trusting in the midst of, is believing when everything within you says, this faith that you're living every day, you know, disciplining yourself, like allowing the Holy Spirit to take over which is not an easy thing to to always subject yourself to the leading of the Holy Spirit when the flesh is so strong. It's almost like this um this picture of Lazarus. Yeah. When he comes out of the grave, he's alive, but he's got grave clothes on. Mm. And that's stripping away of the grave clothes to be like, no, wow. no, you're a new person. Now take those clothes off. Wow. I feel like that's the life of a believer almost mm. every day where your past self has been crucified, but you're brand new now, mm. but some. No, no, you're fridge. No, no, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> no, 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 please, Pastor Sam. What are your account details? <laughs> you know what? But, but, this is this is actually this is. Do you know what it is though? It's, it's like that, and it's like yeah. Even I find myself taking off grave clothes every day. Amazing. And that process is probably going to continue. That's I'm the thing. Glorified. And and th- and I think that's a difficult thing because yeah. you're always becoming. Yes. But you yes. feel like you never actually arrive. You never actually arrive. And that's and I think there was once that I said to I was praying about this and I'll say to the Holy Spirit that sometimes for me it feels like if you ever watch Bugs Bunny when he's running on the treadmill and there's a carrot in front of him. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah, every yeah. single time he gets close, it gets yeah. moved away. And oh, wow. it, it can sometimes feel like that battle yeah. of you know, me when me and you had this conversation, I was mm. talking to you about the prodigal son mm, mm. and about the son that stayed, right? Mm. So you have the story of the prodigal son, the one who's like, listen, I I've, I want my stuff. Sure. I, want, I, want, I want you to give me my part of the world. He goes off, right? Trust. And then there's a brother who's staying in the house. Now, not a lot of people think about it, but if there are two sons in the house, right? Mm. Let's say this is a farm sort of thing. I have to now take the responsibility of the brother that's of left. Course. Yeah, yeah. on top of my responsibilities yeah, yeah. i have to double yeah. my chores and everything else yes. that i was doing before yes in order to accommodate this new person who's, who's, just, who's just gone yeah. away right and then this person comes back and they get celebrated but yeah i've been here i've been in your house like mm. i've been serving you i've mm. been here doing mm. the most mm-hmm. and i've never felt celebrated and you know that that song that says better is one day in your court than a thousand elsewhere and I think we sing that and we, and we, you know, dance to it, but we don't realize that that one day in, in God's court might cost you yeah. those thousand years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, serious, Do you know serious. what I mean? Like yeah. those, that one day might be the hardest day of your life mm. and saying, what, what is the reward? Mm. 
you mm. know and i mm. think it's at that that god says to the children of israel israelites i am your portion yeah you know when they were like other nations have kings and they have this and they yeah, have that yeah. what do we have what and god have? is like you have me mm. and i need to be enough and and mm. god needs to be enough in the midst of mm. that but it's tough it is tough so like what triggered almost like your salvation like path what was was there a point um because i always tell people with in my life it sounds silly but i woke up and made a choice mm -hmm. and um there there is something so oddly satisfying about choosing to follow jesus yeah and i felt what it's like to say okay goodbye world i've made up my mind mm -hmm. and i woke up that morning and i i just remember being like a different person saying yeah, I'm going to go to church for myself, not because it's like a thing. Um, I know a, a lot of people have supernatural stories of like yeah. how they came to Christ. You know, so <laughs> I'm never going to try try and mock it. But yeah. no, it's it's very real. And, and yeah. some people genuinely dream conversion and they wake up, they're and different. Yeah. You know, they, they, they see things and they, they encounter Jesus on the road. Some people even have near-death experiences. Yeah. And before and you know it, they're a new person. So in your case, what was the the one thing that triggered that, you know, 180? I was just in my room. Serious? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, so at the time, I had a youth pastor, God bless him. Yeah. I had a youth pastor who was like, save up your pocket money and buy yourself a Bible. Because he said, if you buy the Bible with your own money, you're going to read it. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it. Which was fair. I hear it. I hear it. So me, yeah, I saved up my pocket money. It came up to like 10 pounds. I went to this Christian bookshop with my mom and I got this book, this um, Bible. Mm. It was one of the female ones, the ones with all the quizzes. All the colors. Which one? Which one <laughs> are, you? are you a roof or are you an Esther? You know, that ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'd gotten that um, mm -hmm. and I was just like, okay, I'm going to start reading. So I just, you know the thing where you just, where you just open yeah, up just a select bit, something. Bit. So I opened up Romans of all uh -uh. places. I know. Jeez. Of all okay. places I opened up. Romans was what opened up. So uh -huh. I was like, okay, I'm going to read a verse a day. That was my commitment. Just one, one verse, verse a day. I wasn't even trying to do too much. I just read, you know, this is Paul to the Roman. I read mm -hmm. it. Cool. Mm -hmm. Close it. Next day. Anyway, I I did that for a while, and then I got to Romans chapter two. Um, I believe it's in verse twelve where it says that it is God's kindness that leads us to repentance. Mm. And there was just this triggering thing in my mind of God is kind. Like mm. I never thought about God being kind mm. before. I'd grown up in church where it's like, yeah. if you sin, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, dear yeah. sin. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. You wake up in the morning and choose to sin and see what God will do to you. Like that was that was my <laughs> that was my reality and that was my understanding of God. So to know yeah. to see it is God's kindness. And wow. I just kept reading. Go on. And I can't tell you that it was a prayer. I can't mm. tell you that it was uh, anything. I, nobody mm. laid hands on me. Mm. It was just that moment of realizing that God's kindness is what leads me to repentance. Yeah. And it's God's patience and his pursuit. And obviously, the, the older I get, the more I have more context to it. Yeah. Because I gave yeah. my life to Christ when I was 15. So I didn't have context to... It's quite young, actually. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have language for all of these things. Yeah, it was yeah, just, yeah. God is kind. I'm happy with that. I was yeah. like, run with yeah. it. Now, obviously, a lot older... Um, I realized that God was pursuing me from the womb, you know, from yeah. the time when I was in my mother's womb, that yes. God, that there were so many things that happened that it was God's pursuit of me. Yes. Right. Of course. So, and even in between difficult circumstances and stuff and mm. moments where it's like, God, where were you in this? Like you look back and you're like, 
God was there. He was. You know. He was. Um. So I've always wanted to have like this exciting lights came down from heaven and you know kind of but i don't i I don't have that it was just me in my room Mm. but again it translates to my christian work because a lot of my christian work is just me in my room of course um and you know even things like hearing god because i think sometimes we want to hear god and we Mm. think it's just going to be this voice Mm. that will come at now like it's just me in my room with my bible and the holy spirit saying you know read that again yeah and yeah. I'll read the same verse like five times. Yeah, yeah. And the way I yeah. started reading the Bible is still the way I read the Bible till today, till today. verse by verse. Really? Nothing's changed. Absolutely oh, wow. nothing's changed. Oh, wow. I still go, I might read, I, I actually genuinely struggle to read the Bible as a whole chapter. The most I've ever done is three verses at a time. That's really? It. Yeah, it's too hard. Because it's quite interesting you say that. I think that is quite freeing for a lot of people to hear yeah. that um, God really meets us where we are. Yeah. Like he takes what we have and what we're willing to give and amplifies it. Mm-hmm. And he says, look, if you give me one verse a day, I will blow your mind yeah. and I will meet you at that verse you're reading the day. If it's coming from a place of, Lord, I'm actually seeking you, mm. he will blow your mind with it. Absolutely. And that is why our God, the God of the Christian faith is alive. Yeah. Um, because this is not a God of rules. This is not a God of bondage. Listen. He's a God of boundaries. Yeah. Not bondage. Mm-hmm. Like you're not in... Sl- <laughs> you're not enslaved mm. um but he meets you where you are yeah and um even for myself with my christian faith it it was always being that kid in church because my, my parents you know oh pk you know, yeah like eh. pk conferences uh, uh we're driving to states in nigeria interstate mm-hmm. travel you drive. My mom was always leading some sort of women's prayer meeting. Of course. Like, like, I remember coming back from school sometimes and I'll just know what's happening. I'll know what time it is by the route my driver takes. <laughs> if he just goes left like this, I know, ah, someone just sleep in the car. Yeah. Because they're going to go meet mom, mm. drop us off at wherever mom's at. And um, she's going to be with a bunch of women praying, prophesying over them, speaking over them, mm. like loving on them and that would go on for hours so i think from a very early age i knew that this god wasn't a god to be messed with yeah that's the thing by the way like you just rightly said by the way that i always saw him move Mm. amongst certain people yeah i saw you know people get exposed for lying like you know we talk about the supernatural stuff yeah i grew up seeing that firsthand um and I, I, I saw the way he manifested on people and just poured out his spirit. Mm. And I was like, whoever this God is, I don't want to be on his bad side. Yeah. Um, but I knew a lot about him in terms of what he had created mm. and what his power could do. But I never tasted of the sweetness of being in relationship with him. Oh, because it's, it's sweet. It's very sweet. Oh, it's God. so sweet. And that's why when I sing a song like, I will give God my lifetime... I'm not just talking about his power or his sovereignty or his authority. Mm. I'm talking about his communion. His, pers- his, his compan- presence. Yes. Oh. That, that everyday companionship. Talk about that friendship with Jesus. It's beautiful. And it's just like, I never saw that till I was 20 years old. And I'm only 27. So mm. it's like, I've really only experienced the, the companionship of the Holy Spirit for yeah. about seven years in and out. And it's transformed my life because funny story i was 20 years old and i was like i know i want to do music and i knew i was ah, 
I knew I thought I was a bad boy producer. <laughs> I thought I was gonna make beats for David Do. You, know, like, you know what I mean? Like, I just wanted to be in the industry. And I remember this this guy at my at my uni um, church. His name was Pastor Will. Mm. He kept asking me, say, Samuel, you baptized? Because I was playing at church, and I said, bro, ain't nobody got time for that, bro. Like, I'm a Christian. I'm saved. I'm I'm good. He was like, can you pray about it? And he kept coming at me saying, be baptized. Have you have you are you baptized? And I was just like reluctantly just to get this guy off my back. Mm. And then I started studying what it means to be baptized. And it's this whole acknowledgement. Yeah. More so than what I grew up thinking it represented. Mm -hmm. You know, I grew up thinking it represented like, well, it's not that deep. It's not that serious. You just get baptized. You get immersed in water. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Cool. Washed in the blood. All right, cool. <laughs> next, next thing. But it was more so a sign to say, because I am saved, I'm obeying this instruction to do this and there's a beauty in that process yeah. like I, I think exactly. of it like a wedding like you know when you're in a relationship with someone you're doing the yeah. private I love you's you're doing the private not too much <laughs> <laughs> and then well. you do the public declaration of mm. that that's a wedding isn't it yes, in front yes, of yes. my family my friends everyone I'm declaring that. that I'm committed I love to that. you I love that and that's what for me baptism I like, love that yeah and and oftentimes I love how you put it as a wedding because it's often that public declaration that is the actual signifying fact that yeah. you're now married. Yeah. And for me, that baptism was almost like, a okay, now I'm in the I'm like publicly in the family of mm -hmm. Christ. And I was 20 at the time. Months later, I had a clear vision of who I wanted to be. Wow. And then months later, working on me, my first ever song comes out. And then mm. from that moment, things just start falling into place. And I always think back, like, why did it happen in that way? And you look at the life of Jesus mm. and how nothing happened till he got baptized. Mm. And I was like, there's something so significant about publicly giving your life away to yeah. Jesus yeah. and saying, I will give you my whole life. Mm. Come and have your way in me. Like, yeah. I was leading worship this morning and it wasn't even on the script, but the first song that came to mind was, This is My Desire. Mm. Like, Lord, I give you my heart, I give you my soul. And I know there might be people on this pod listening right now who don't actually know what we're talking about. Yeah. Don't want to put you on the spot. <laughs> In a very quick way, can you, first of all, describe what this life of Jesus is about in, mm. your, in, in, in the best way you can? And can you tell people how to get into fellowship with Christ? Like, how do they taste and see mm. that this thing is good and, and, and that God is good? I think that... Um for me, the big, like a big thing, like on my way, you know, here, yeah, I was linked listening to the song called, um, called Mercy by Bethel. Mm. Um, and it says, You delight in, in showing mercy, mm. and mercy triumphs over judgment. Yeah, yeah, and that song has been on repeat for the past, I don't even know how long now. Yeah. It's just, it just speaks to me because I think that is what we've said. A lot of people are listening to this, and maybe you have been baptized and mm. it didn't make a difference, you just. Yeah. Entered the water and came back out, and you're like, "This okay. was a nice shower," <laughs> you know. <laughs> like it didn't, it didn't course, do what yeah. we are describing. Mm -hmm. But for me, I think the truth is, you know, the Bible promises us that if we seek God, we will find Him. Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of people have been struggling in that sense. There are times mm -hmm. in my faith where I've struggled where I'm like, "God, I'm trying to seek You." Mm -hmm. 
and I feel like I'm not finding you yeah. because I don't have the desire to pray. Yeah. I don't have the desire to spend time. I don't have the desire to do anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think a big lesson that I've learned and maybe might help people listening is when you don't feel like praying, mm. tell God you don't feel like praying and mm. then start to pray about how you don't feel like praying. Yes, yes, you know? yes. Talk that about it. that yeah. helps me every single time. Um, but that communion has been, for me personally, growing up without a dad, it's been amazing knowing God as father. Like that is very intimate mm. for me because mm. I, God is my safety. God is home. You know, me and you spoke once and I was talking about how I've moved around my entire life, yeah. right? For me, the place where I feel the safest, where I feel at home, where I can be myself, where I can banter. People don't know that you can banter with the Holy Spirit. You can banter mm, with the Holy Spirit. Listen, like the place where I, I can come home after a long day at work and just sit yeah. and talk and cry and do all of those things is in God's presence. And it's not this mystical thing where a cloud mm. enters your room and mm. you're like, now I'm in God's presence. Mm. Mm. It's you sit down, you turn off your phone, you turn off everything around you and you sit Talk and you just start it. talking to God, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I think that sometimes we're like, oh God, I'm seeking you, but your phone isn't turned off. Like you're distracted by so many other things. And the Bible, there's a lost art form, I think, in Christianity called solitude. Mm. You know, Jesus took 40 days in the <laughs> wilderness. <laughs> it wasn't just... For it beans, it wasn't beans. <laughs> <laughs> it's not beans. You That's know, yeah, yeah. like it's it's it was generally because it's like crazy. he needed yeah. he, he silence. There's there's a there's a um, Bible verse where I think it was Elijah that was waiting for God to speak, and then there was this earthquake, there was yeah. this fire, yeah. and it was in the silence that God spoke. And yeah. in Isaiah says, "I will allure her, I will I will lead her into the wilderness and whisper tenderly to her." Mm. You're not gonna hear God's whisper tenders. Yeah when you're blasting yeah. David Doe on yeah. the highest level, <laughs> you know, like, you're, I see you're, what you mean. you're not going to hear yeah, it. Yeah. I think there are times where you just, everything needs to be switched off mm -hmm. the TV, mm -hmm. the phone, everything. And you just sit and you just start talking to God. And I promise you, I always dare people like do that for seven days. You don't, don't even take long, 10 minutes, turn off everything for mm -hmm. 10 minutes mm -hmm. and just talk to God. You don't even need to have a script. You don't need to do that, our father, if you don't want to. Mm. You can just start your conversation with God. Mm. I've had a long day. I'm tired. And mm. just talk. Carry on from there. If you do that for seven days and you don't experience anything, then I don't know what to <laughs> say to you because yeah, yeah. It, it would move. What happens to me, even when I'm like, I'll start with 10 minutes. By the time I'm at the end of that seven days, I'm on a good 30 minutes. Wow. And I'm looking forward to that time with God where I just yeah, want to yeah, just yeah. And pour out my heart and say, this yeah. is what's going on and everything else. Yeah. So, um, It's beautiful. Mm. Like when we talk about, I think the album title is true. Beautiful reality. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. Um, there's a beauty that awaits us in heaven that we're so excited for. And we can't wait for you know, when for the Bible sure. talks about when we get there, there'll be no more pain, no more tears. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a beautiful thing. But yeah. on this side of eternity, yeah. there's a beauty that we get to experience that is real, mm. that it's tangible. Mm -hmm. But it's about us being intentional about taking out that time yeah. to ensure that we're experiencing that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. Well, bless the Lord. <laughs> Honestly, I think... Um, it, I always get speeches when I think about my salvation story mm. and hearing other people's salvation story. And it's so amazing how God, like I always say, meets us where we are. And um, regardless of where you've come from or where you've 
been through, like your story will be so unique to you in a way that you know it's God. Yeah. Like it's so clearly him yeah. that even when you try to take credit for it, you something you within can't. you is just like, Yeah, that wasn't me. Yeah, that you was can't. that was me being saved by the grace, mm. by the wonderful, wonderful grace of God. So if I could just ask you, if you don't mind, to say a prayer, if anyone's listening mm. right now who is maybe struggling with their faith, maybe they have just recently heard about it, stumbled upon this podcast, or maybe even they are believers and they've just had a, a moment where they've been far away or they feel far away rather mm. than, because that's not the reality yeah. of it. God is there and he's near to the broken heart. Like, yeah. so would you say a prayer for those people who might be in that space. Yeah. I yeah. think just before that, I wanted to say that with a prodigal son, yeah. which is a story that we know, when he goes away and he squanders his father's money and mm. stuff, when he comes back home, mm. he is met with compassion. He is. And I think that the reality for us as Christians and something that we should always remember is no matter how far we go or how mm. far we think we go, mm. when we come back home, God always meets us with compassion. Always. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Like you're always, every single Speaking. time, of compassion. Mm -hmm. And the voice in your head that tells you that God is far is a lie. Mm. <laughs> he is so near. Mm. You just need to make space. Mm. Um, but yeah, let's pray. Yeah. God, we thank you so much for these moments. We thank you for every single person listening. And God, I just prayed that for each and every single person that you will just help them to experience what it feels like to fall in love with you, mm. that that relationship will become so true, that relationship will become so tangible. For those who are yet to know you, I pray, God, that you reveal yourself to them, that whether it's a verse a day, whether it's whatever it is that you're going to put in their hearts to mm. do so that they can learn about you and come closer to you, Lord mm. God, um, that you will make that happen, but Amen. that each and every single person will know that they are pursued by you and they are loved by you, but more than anything else, that they are known by you. Mm. That the ways that they wish to be understood, you already understand them. Yeah. We thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Um, yeah, and if you actually said that prayer and that was very beneficial to you, feel free to 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 tweet us. Um yeah. we would love to hear your stories um as best as we can. We always like to plug people in. To local churches next to them. Yeah, Obviously, well, like, we're, I'm very well versed with churches in the USA and in um, the UK as well. However, if you're in any other part of the world, um, we will try our best. And, yeah, it's this is this is the life to live. I always tell people this is there's no better life outside of, of living for Jesus Christ. Mm. It's not always sweet. I'm not here to be, like, Listen. the moment you... <laughs> That is when you will cry immaculate uh, tears. <laughs> immaculate. <laughs> Serious tears, man. Serious tears. Like, but in the end, and I always say that it's it's the end that it's the end for me. Yeah. It's the end goal. And and it's a hope. Um, I love that song Living Hope by Phil Wickham. Mm. It's just like, yo, like, this is my reality that one day it's all gonna make sense. Yeah. And one day it would all be beautiful. And you know, the verse where it says God makes everything beautiful in its time. Yeah. I, I imagine that time at the end of it all. And I'm like, wow, this is, this I, is it. The way you I know? imagine it is, you know, when, yeah. when Paul says that it's a race and, I, and yeah. I, I have to remind myself that, you know, when you're running, mm. I don't know if anybody does cardio here. <laughs> <laughs> when you're running, yeah. yeah, you get your first, you know, you're initially running and you're going and then you get to that point where you're tired. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then that's when you get what they call your second wind. Second wind. Right. And you just, sometimes your Christian faith is just making it past that tiredness, just mm. pushing through mm. and getting that second wind. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, and when you are running, the, the, the thing about it is you're going to see people get tired and stop. And that's the truth. Like, I've been a Christian. I don't even know for how long now. I've lost count. But, <laughs> like, I've seen friends who were running with me who are no longer running. Yeah. You know, there are days when I get tired of running. Yeah, yeah of and, course. And, you know, earlier last week we spoke about, like, friendships. And this is where those friends come and say, mm. no, 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 keep going. Keep going. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going, right? Keep going. Um, but keep running. Keep pursuing. Because what happens is that that finish line is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he's there to hold you and he's there to say, listen, like, I, I see it. I've seen the struggle. I've mm. seen the hardship. I've seen the temptation that you faced, that you resisted. I've seen yeah. the time that you felt that you got back up. I yeah. see it. Yeah. And I'm here for you and with you. Um, and that is always the image for me that I'm not just running uh, for something that doesn't make sense. That like Paul yeah. says, we're not just running for earthly things that mm-hmm. don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like when I complete this race, and I close my eyes and I open, I'll be in the arms of Jesus. Yeah. That is, for me, the most important thing. So mm. this Jesus that you're spending every day with, you get excited about just wanting to see him one day. Yeah. You know, the, the idea of Jesus coming back won't be this terrifying, oh, Jesus is coming back. It's like, yes, he's I back. can't wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> of course. I can't wait. I want to see, I want to see this Jesus, this Holy Spirit that I've been bantering with, you know? <laughs> yeah. Face oh, to face. It is beautiful. Beautiful. I'm not even trying to plug the album. That, that, that <laughs> it's a felt, beautiful reality. No, 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 that just felt right. It felt right. Okay. Um, it's a beautiful reality. Obviously, if you have Spotify, Apple Music, um, mm. listen to Lifetime. It obviously Please features do. my amazing, amazing friend Rory, who I will be speaking with actually and on a future pod because I think her perspective on that song is something I'm very, very keen to hear. Um, but yeah, thank you again for listening to the pod. Tripod. This has uh, been another amazing episode. My favorite one. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> but no, Why if, are you always? <laughs> if you enjoyed what you heard, feel free to tweet at me. Again, tweet at Tommy Comfort. Yeah. No S at the end. C O M I C O M F O R T. Tommy Comfort. And, um, yes, get at her with all your queries. Yeah. Hit me with the questions. Get at her with your queries <laughs> and complaints, right? Because she's the one that said it. Okay. Thank you very much for uh, tuning into the tribe. Thank you so much for having Any me. Any last words? Um, I think pursue Jesus, man. Pursue Jesus. It's a beautiful pursue. reality. Oh my god. <laughs> well, with that, with that being said, all right. Thank you, family. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Um, take it easy (laughs) and I'll catch you in another episode peace out bye bless